as the blazing sun shines overhead, sharing its life-giving rays. We prepare for midsummer, the shortest of nights, and the longest of the light season's days. For after celebrations, we look on with joy and patience for the harvest that still remains, a day to revel in abundance, prosperity, and health as the sun god begins now to wane. Are you ready to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. Hello, hello, welcome back. Welcome back, friends and lovers, all my sisters and brothers. All you witches and wizards of mine, thanks for your listens and all your awesome support and your super rad, awesome, precious time. Hey, just made that one up for you. I hope you liked it. Welcome back to Magic Moon Phase. My name is Kitty, and as always, I am honored to be here on your airwaves, chitty-chatting, kitty-catting about the sun, the moon, and all of the stars. This will just be a quick, quick rad awesomeness, your earpiece on the airwaves. As always, if you want to reach out to me, get a hold of me at magicmf.com. We have all of the social media actions rocking and rolling, so feel free to reach out wherever it feels comfortable for you. So there's that. Let's talk about, let's talk about li- the sun when harvest has just begun. Let's talk about all of the things. All right. Well, Litha is here, and Litha is literally the culmination and the celebration of the sun, the sun god. The summer solstice is also another name for it. Summer, of course, solstice, sol meaning sun, sister meaning to stand still. So it looks like in the sky, the sun is standing still. It is the longest day and shortest night, which is also the energy peak and celebration of the sun. It's also called midsummer uh, when the light is at its fullness, also known as bonfire night. Now, Litha actually came from the Saxon name for June which also means light or moon. And right now what's going on is the Earth's axis is tilted towards the sun. So we are getting full sunshine all of the time time. It's the point of the wheel right now where harvest begins. It is the point of the wheel, kind of like, um, okay, moon cycles. So when we have a full moon, the full moon is the moon cycle in which the energy is at its culmination or its peak. So therefore, we must start to wane right after that full moon or we move into a disseminating moon. Now, this is kind of the same idea. The sun is at its energy culmination and peak. So therefore, after this day, we start to use, we start to move into the waning sun period, moving into the autumn and the winter here in the northern hemisphere. Southern hemisphere, you're flipped up, buttercup. So this is where the harvest starts to begin, where we look around us and we see the beauty of the earth, prosperity and abundance everywhere. Everything's in bloom. You can hear and feel the energy around you. Just this vibrance and color. Everything is full of passion and it symbolizes power and success and fertility. It's also now the time that we really hone in on, refocus on and give energy to the mother aspect of the triple goddess in the maiden mother crone series. So therefore, when you're looking at this holiday, this celebration, this Sabbath, it is a time 
to really plug into the excitement of all the things that are growing within and around you. This holiday is also signified and celebrated with fire. And this fire, it's also, as I mentioned, bonfire night. So I will be, I don't know about you, Pikachu, but I will be staying up all night long, all night, and celebrating from dawn to dawn. It is also how Shakespeare got his uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, by the way, with fairies. And we'll get into that. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of stuff to get into. But this is going to be a nice little quickie, little cosmic quickie. So it's time for outward-faced energy focus, meaning it's time to do be do be do all the things that we want to do be do be do to have and be who we want to be. So if the if the fire symbolizes anything, it's destruction and creation. It moves fast. It's a quick thing to burn and then recreate, kind of like a phoenix, like the you know reborn from the ashes type of jazzola. This is the phase of growth where we are at our energy peak and our culmination. So what are the things that you've been planning on doing and are we getting them done, honey bun? Because if not, it's time to refocus and it's time to revive the things we want to bring alive, whether that be the plants in the garden or the things we are metaphysically and figuratively planting in our garden of our subconscious. You know what I'm saying? So if we're looking at Litha as a celebration. Not only is it a celebration of the things that we've had come to fruition, but it's also a celebration of the fact that we can restart our fire whenever we want to. It is a, a celebration that leads to success and good fortune, gratitude, abundance, power, prosperity, because that's what vibrance and color, and that's what putting energy and action into the things that you want to create will bring you. You know, just like we plant seeds in gardens and in farms, you know, the wheel of the year, the turn of the wheel of the year is really all about farming and the sun cycles and the moon cycles and how they fit in with our natural seasons, when to plant, when to sow, when to reap, all of these things. It's just such a natural pull when you plug into the energies of the universe of Mother Gaia. So on the longest day, shortest night, it is time to dance around the fires bright. You know, when as I'm doing all of this educating myself and looking up all of these amazing histories, I wish that I had hours and hours and hours to share with you all of the amazing things that I have found about this day, all of the history. But since this is going to be a short little cosmic quickie, I'll keep it tiny. But I would definitely, if something about this holiday, something about this celebration pulls to you, whether it be the fairies, whether it be the, you know, drawing down the sun ritual, whatever that looks like, I absolutely implore you to check into it more. Follow what your soul is calling to you. Follow what really piques your interest and get a lot more deep with whatever feels good to you. As always, take what you want and leave the rest. As I looked back and looked into Greek and Roman and Druid and Celtic and all of these amazing histories, some ancient, some here with us still today, I found so many ways of celebrating this holiday, this Sabbath, this celebration of the sun. So if you wanted to set up an altar, let's uh, check out what an altar might look like here. If you wanted to use some colors, wear some colors, light certain candles, maybe they would be green, yellow, white, or gold. Along with those colors, the crystals are gold or pyrite, which is known as fool's gold, emerald or malachite, 
and also rose quartz because it's all about love and abundance and passion and fertility. If you were to meditate or want to look at and, and dig in deeper to a specific tarot card that corresponds with this Sabbath, the sun, of course, as well as I like to pull out the four of wands, which I call the Renaissance card or the marriage card, the party card, the celebration card. So what does that feel like to you if you do a meditation or a pull with those cards? If you wanted to use any certain herbs within this holiday, as you know, there's so many abundant around us right now here in the Northern Hemisphere because we are at the culmination of summer. So mint or cinnamon mint, there's tons of different kinds of mints, by the way. I have apple mint outside, which I just found as a thing. Thyme, mugwort, rosemary, foxglove, and lemon balm might be some nice herbs to utilize during this time. If you wanted to put some rose, some roses, if you want to put some flowers on your altar, some roses, of course, would be great. Plus the hips, the rose hips, marigolds, sunflowers, of course, uh, daisies, which almost mimic small sunflowers, as well as some lavender and daffodils, because why not? If you wanted to connect and speak with, thank, be grateful for, do energy work with any specific deities. Ones that have been called out most often right now are Ra, the sun god, Aphrodite, the beauty goddess of love and fertility and sex and all of its super rad awesome forms. Apollo, who is actually the sun god that used to drive his chariot. Um, also the chariot card too. I forgot to mention the chariot card is a good one as well during this time. Apollo used to drive his chariot and bring the sun up every day. So you can give thanks to Apollo as you greet the morning sun. You can also speak to, of course, Gaia, Juno, which was how we got our name of month June, as well as you can pull the fairies and the fae. I, I noticed a lot of fairies and fae came up during the Litha celebration uh, note-taking in education, almost overwhelmingly. So if you want to do some fae and fairy magic, right now would be a great time to do so. Also some prosperity magic, money magic, um, let's see, some love magic with fertility and abundance in that way as well. And green witchery. Do some green witchery, gather those herbs, gather all of the things that you're going to need for the year ahead of you uh, and start drying them. Why not? Okay. So how about some foods? because there's a lot of food right now. If we could do solstice salsa, meaning there's a lot of food that is naturally abundant to us on the earth. Solstice salsa, whether you use fruit, you know, fresh veggies from your garden, just put a whole bunch of amazingness, cucumbers and peaches, strawberries. You could really go ham on some salsa. You know what I'm saying? So what would it look like to make some solstice salsa? Maybe some summer abundance salad with some sunflower seeds, some, like I said, strawberries, goat cheese, whatever it is that makes you feel as though you are abundant and prosperous within your energy and yourself so that you know that your power brings things to fruition. Mm, yes. How about some rosemary cake? Cake in quotes. It's actually a shortbread cookie made out of, I think it's like flour, honey, rosemary. I mean, it's really easy to make these egg. I, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's very easy. I think it's like less than five ingredients. And those cakes or shortbread cookies, if you will, can actually be used as offerings for the Fae or the sun gods or Gaia or Aphrodite or, or, or. How about some fruit soup? By the way, I looked up this recipe for a cherries jubilee type of a soup. So I'm going to get rocking and rolling on that for summer solstice, don't you know? Uh, mead, as we spoke about in the last 
episode about honey and juice making mead is a great one for the fae as well. Any juices, really, any sweet fruit juice is great. Honey cakes, as well as mint sun tea or sun tea with natural mint in it. That's a part of our short rituals as well. To bring it all back, let's look at some symbols that you might want to add or that may add extra correspondence to your altar. The oak, of course, an oak leaf or an acorn would be a good one. A disc or a circle symbolizing, of course, the sun. Fairies, the fae. Offerings, if you want to put offerings for your deities or the fae on your altar, that's phenomenal as well. That's what I do. The cow or the bull, which symbolizes fertility. The butterfly, symbolizing transformation. The bee, birds, specifically maybe a hawk or an eagle, which are known as sunbirds. Fresh seeds, fresh veggies, fresh fruits, fresh all the things. Maybe some of the herbs that you gather from your garden. Um, those are some extra symbols of what's going on here at the culmination peak of the sun god's reign. So if you have any other short rituals that you want to plug into, I have a couple. I have a couple for you, be do, be do. So I'm looking at fire. First, I'm looking at fire. What can we do with fire during this time? We can do the fire ritual. As I mentioned, it is all about creation and destruction. You have to destroy something down to its foundation in order to recreate it from the bottom up, to recreate that foundation and make it even more strong. So if you were looking at holding a fire vigil, right, all night long with the fire, and we'll get to that in our long rituals, what would it look like to write down the things that you know that are getting in your way or write down the things that you know you want to bring to fruition or write down your asks of your angels or your deities or your spirit guides? Write down all of these things and burn them because in the smoke of the fire, all of your wishes go up into the ether. So that's something that we can do for a short ritual. How about greeting the day from dawn to dawn? Longest day of the year, we can greet the dawn. I will give you some rhymes, by the way, at the end of this to greet them with some little incantations if you'd like to share. Ooh you can make some gifts for the birds. Maybe grab some pine cones, some apples, rub them in a little peanut butter, almond butter, whatever you want to, and then string them up with some seeds on top of them. Uh, if you do apples, the birds can just eat apples as well. You can make some cinnamon or mint sun sweet tea. Of course, as I mentioned earlier, with that beautiful mint, with any of the herbs. I mean, use herbs. Let's use some rosemary. Let's do some fish with some real rosemary and dill. I just made uh, salmon with fresh dill the other day. Like, it was rad. So really, really digging in deep to what we have in front of us and giving thanks for the fruition and the abundance that we have right in front of us right now during this Litha Sabbath. Another one would be to walk in nature. Or, I'm walking on sunshine. And don't feel good. So let's go for a walk in nature to gather those herbs to dry for your magical year or to toss in the flames of the fire vigil that we're having. See, it's all coming together. We can leave gifts of honey cakes, mead, juice for Juno, for the Fae, for the sun gods, for Aphrodite, for Apollo, for anybody that you want to give thanks to or all of the people, all of the things. You don't have to choose just one. You can have all of them. See, that's what's amazing about witchcraft. You can do it all. At least to me, that's what I think is amazing. I can do, be, and have it all, y'all. The bonfire vibes. Up all night till the morning light. 
a little bonfire jam, uh, invite some people over. Let's get into that. Let's have a picnic, a feast, a celebration of abundance and prosperity with all the peepsicles over. Have a fire party, jump over the flames. Be very, very careful though, please. They used to jump over the flames back in the day and the higher you would jump, however high you would jump is how high the crops would grow. Also for, you know, good luck and, and all that jazz. We had some hand fastings going on during this time back in the day. Uh, a lot of celebrations, a lot of flowing wines, sangrias, make a fruit wine with all those beautiful fruits we got going on, those berries and peaches and apples. And also, you know, it's a great time to connect with your family. And it could be super rad awesome. Have a bonfire with your party. Bring your family over to connect into that cancer vibrational family nurturing vibe. And boom shakalaka, you are plugging into the natural seasons of the universe and cycling up buttercup. We can connect with the earth in so many different ways. You can absolutely just lay down in the grass if you want to. It's called earthing. Um, or, you know, gift it with something. Give it thanks. Give things back to the earth. Uh, you know, go and dip your hands in some water. Be one with the earth. Dip your hands in some dirt. Do whatever it feels good to you to connect with Gaia and give thanks for the prosperity and the abundance that is literally flowing all around you. Boo. You can draw down the sun. Might as well be walking on the sun. By the way, I tried to figure out how many songs have sun in them. And I've got so many in my playlist in my head. So I'm just going to smatter a couple more. But we're almost done with the sun song. We're going to draw down the sun. Spending time outdoors. Reaching up to the sun. Putting your hands up. And just reveling in the beauty. The warmth. The abundance and the vitality. Feel the color. Feel the vibes. Feel the sun's strength be poured into you. Um, that's something also making sun water. That might be a good one as well. If you'd like to put specific crystals or whatever in there, citrine, um, make sure that they are water, not, uh, you know, that they don't flake off in water or disintegrate because that would super suck. Uh, but making sun water, I actually make sun season water every new moon. Uh, but making sun water on litha is such a beautiful thing. You can water your plants with it. You can add a couple, you know, spoonfuls into your tea in the morning. You can do, you can add it into your awesome baths. If you want to connect to the, the water sign of cancer, uh, have a beautiful bath. That's coming in the next episode, by the way. So sun water would be a great one. Or of course, as I mentioned, make some sweet tea, add some mint in there, add some, add whatever you want, whatever feels good, whatever you have on hand, whatever you feel is going to add to your practice, your person, and your vibration as a whole and the whole of collective because with harm to none, right? With harm to none and with benefit to all. That's what I always say. It's a great time to do some divination. They say that on Litha, as well as winter solstice and Samhain, that the veil between worlds and realms is thinner during this time. That's why the Fae, Fae, come out to play, play. So it would be a great time to draw down the sun uh, as... I just said draw down the sun kitten, but as you are drawing out down the sun to maybe charge your divination decks or do some dousing, some pendulum action, right? Check on your chakras and, and really starting to dig in deeper to your magic. What can you ask for the serendipities and the synchronicities of your angels in the universe? What do they have to say to you? What kind of messages are coming through for you on this beautiful celebration of the sun? It's a great time to do some planting um, or, you know, playing in the dirt, as I mentioned, to water 
your plants with intention. And I don't mean just the green ones that you got chilling on your windowsills. I mean the ones that you've been planting with every new moon, every new intention. Everything in your life is done with intention. You want to have almond milk with your cereal? It's done with intention. You want to, you know, uh, call your sister? You have to do it with intention. Everything is done with either conscious or subconscious intention. So what are we watering? What are we growing? What are we sowing? What are we bringing to fruition in all of our gardens? The literal, the figurative, the metaphysical, the emotional, the spiritual, all the things with some chicken, chicken wings. It would be a great time to, oh, planting butterfly and bee flowers, by the way, maybe some milkweed or, or whatever those amazing pollinator style flowers are to therefore add to the universe, give thanks, give back and just be one because, you know, a lot of the times we get so caught up in, well, what am I going to do that's going to make an impact? Holla, holla, trust. You moving with intention is going to make an impact because those ripples, it the ripples, you you throw a stone into the, the water of the collective and those ripples, dipples, start to get bigger. And, and that's what's up, Buttercup. So don't think that you yourself solo are not going to make an impact because I bet you will if you just try. You never know how high you'll fly until you try. So moving on, how about some longer rituals? If you'd like some longer rituals here. As I mentioned, the the longer rituals, uh, and if you don't have a fire, by the way, I just wanted to mention that you can also use candles. You can anoint your candles with lemon oil. Um, oh, some scents. I forgot about scents. If you wanted some lemon, citrus, anything that represents the sun, orange, maybe uh, lavender would be great. Anointing your candles and then put the sign of the solar cross, which is just a big X or a, you know, um, a, a crossroads, if you will. Make a solar cross on a candle, anoint that baby and, and work your fire magic. It doesn't have to be a big bonfire. It can be anything done with intention. Magic. Make a genuine intentional change. That's what's up. So how about the abundant senses spell? Let's get into some, maybe some longer rituals for you. And then we will tie this up, buttercup. The sunrise vigil, the dawn to dawn, or what I call the midsummer night's dream, of course, call out to Shakespeare, holla holla. It's, it's a good time to stay up because it is the shortest night. And also it, it, um, one thing that I want to do for myself is, you know, that control. What I believe is as a witch, showing how much control I have to stay up all night long, to be present to the, the the moon and the cycles and the sun rising to go from dawn to dawn and be present to all of the energy and vitality and color around me during this period to not do anything else, no technology, no work, being fully present overnight to myself, what I'm creating, what I want to be, do and have, what I still have yet to accomplish and where I'm going for the second half of the year to then get into this groove, this cycle and find that gratitude and thankfulness again for the opportunity to do whatever it is that I want to do in this world. Oh, that felt good to say. So if you wanted to do the Midsummer Night's Dream Jamola, I got a little, uh, little rhymies all the timings for you. If you wanted to greet the dawn, here's what you might say. Hail to you, almighty sun, the harvest has begun. Come and greet me with your rays on this summer solstice day. I welcome this new dawn with an open heart. I'm grateful and ready for midsummer to start. 
And then, of course, after you stay up all night long, like Lionel Richie, the next dawn comes and we are now in the waning sun. So this is what I would say at the end of your midsummer Litha celebration. Welcome back, dear waning sun. Now comes to an end our Litha fun. Celebrations were had in faithful honor of thee. Abundance flows, prosperity grows. I will it so, and so it shall be. That, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sisters and misters, witches and wizards, and all my magical folks, is what I have for you for the sun celebration of Litha, also known as summer solstice or midsummer. As I mentioned earlier in this podcast, if you want to find me, you can get a hold of me at magicmf.com. I do a lot of cosmic coaching, I do a lot of intuitive tarot, and I do a lot of awesome teaching how to do magic in your everyday life. As always, I hope that you gained a little bit of knowledge. I hope that you got some rituals that you can take into your everyday life. And also, I hope that you take the time out to really be present to the abundance and the prosperity around you. I know this is a difficult time in our world. It's a difficult time, but we have got a lot of things to be grateful for. We have sun seasons and moon cycles and things to plug into that we can always develop and grow and change and transform into the people that we are meant to be in this world. I urge you to connect to your collective. I urge you to reach out to the people that mean the most to you. And I urge you, as always, go make some magic, motherfuckers. Keep being awesome. Continue to show compassion and empathy for your brothers and sisters. And continue to share your light in this world because, baby, you are a star. I will see you very, very soon for the Cancer New Moon.